You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, this Wednesday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast is presented by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com right now and tell them that Locked On sent you. But it is time to dive into this Wednesday episode of the Locked On Titans podcast. And as I mentioned yesterday and Monday, it is time to begin our free agency preview. So on today's show, we are going to start on the offensive side of the ball and with two positions that, quite frankly, I don't think are too high up on the Tennessee Titans list in terms of importance when it comes to looking at the options in free agency. But I did find a few names at both positions, quarterback and running back, that I think could make a little bit of sense for the Tennessee Titans, depending on what they do going forward in the offseason. So we will begin our free agency preview, taking a look at the quarterback and the running back position. But before we dive into that, you guys know I like to open up the show with some topical news for the day. And today's opening segment We are going to do a couple of things. One, I am going to tell you guys how you can use your voice to actually have an impact on the game day operations of the Tennessee Titans. So I'm going to tell you how you can get involved and make sure that you have a chance to have your voice heard by the Titans organization with some upcoming changes to the experience. And then I do want to take a moment and pay some respects. The Football Universe has lost quite a few lives in recent days, including right before I recorded this podcast. And some of these names, one in particular, had a really big impact on me and my journey. So I just want to take some time and acknowledge those folks and make sure that I pay my respects and let you guys know the impact that some of these people have made and one of them particular has made on me. So we will talk about that and then dive into the beginnings of our free agency pre here on the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it. Today we will begin our free agency preview, taking a look at the quarterback and running back positions, what names are on the open market that make sense for the Tennessee Titans. But remember, today is just day one. Throughout the next few days here on the Locked on Titans podcast, we are going to continue going position by position, looking at the free agent market and taking a look at some options the Tennessee Titans could have. Make sure that you don't miss any day of my free agency preview here on the Locked on Titans podcast by subscribing on whatever platform you do stream, whether that be Apple Podcasts, following on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio.com. Doesn't matter. You can find the Locked on Titans podcast there. I'm going to be giving you guys Monday through Friday content throughout the entire offseason leading up to opening day. So make sure that you're tuned in here. But before we dive into that free agency preview, do want to tell you about an awesome opportunity. I wanted to make sure I relayed this to you guys. I know not all of you are on Twitter, so I wanted to make sure that everyone knew about this opportunity that you could have your voice heard by the Tennessee Titans and actually 
have them take some action based on your opinion. So the Tennessee Titans are introducing the Titans Fan Advisory Council. Now let me read you this description from the Titans website. Quote, apply now to represent the two-tone blue nation as a member of our new Fan Advisory Council. The Fan Advisory Council will engage in dialogue with the team to help guide decisions that impact the overall fan experience. Members of the council will meet up to four times annually with Titans staff and executives to offer feedback and suggestions related to game day, including stadium enhancements, concessions, entertainment, and more. The Fan Advisory Council will be comprised of no more than 15 members and representing a wide range of Titans ticket holders. Members of the Fan Advisory Council will serve a one-year term. Application period closes Friday, February 19th, 2021, selected members will be contacted by the team no later than March 15th, 2021, end quote. So that's why I wanted to get this to you guys. You have 10, well, it'll be nine days from when you hear this on Wednesday morning to sign up and you go to TennesseeTitans.com and you'll be able to do that. You got to enter your name, of course. You can enter your season ticket number uh, account. You don't have to be a season ticket holder, but obviously that'll help when they're looking for opinions of people who are in the stadium. Email, phone, birth date, state of residence. Are you a Nashville native? Tell them about yourself as a Titans fan outside of being a Titans fan. What's your favorite part of the Titans fan experience and then why you should be chosen as a member of the inaugural Fan Advisory Council. So I think that's a great opportunity for Tennessee Titans fans to have their voice heard. Like I said, the Titans are making a ton of changes in the near future to the stadium experience. It's something that Amy Adams Strunk is really, really focused on. So it would be a great chance for any of you to go on, apply, and like I said, have your voice heard in this process. But wanted to get that information out to you guys. Everybody deserves a shot to be included in that. Now let's move forward to the the next portion of our show and things will be a little melancholy here but I wanted to take the opportunity to kind of shout out some folks who we've lost uh, in recent days obviously a big football name former coach Marty Schottenheimer passed away from Alzheimer's in his 70s uh, a very big influential figure in the NFL throughout my childhood was one of the big names on the coaching circuit uh, his teams there with the Chargers were always uh, very very fun to watch so shout out to him also uh, another name here Pedro Gomez not a football reporter but somebody in the sports journalism community someone I grew up with covering baseball for ESPN. ESPN. Um, it's it's tough when you lose these people who have made a big difference in your life. And, and for me, as someone who wanted to cover sports since I was eight years old, this is all I ever wanted to do. Um, people like Pedro Gomez, although not having a, an incredible impact on me, were still people who I looked at and said, I want to be like that guy. Um, so you have Marty Schottenheimer, you have Pedro Gomez. Also, just before I started to record the podcast, a very talented young writer, only 37 years old for Yahoo Sports, Therese Paler passed away as well. So very sad to see that. A Hall of Fame voter there, someone who has been well-respected around the league. But the last person that I want to mention, and maybe there are some other names in recent um, days, but for me, the biggest one was Chris Wessling from the Around the NFL podcast and one of the writers, staff writers for NFL.com. Um, before I ever did this podcast, I started listening to the Around the NFL podcast a long time ago. And, may, and maybe some of you guys, I know some of you guys who listen to my show, listen to that one too. And, and Wes is a guy who didn't get his start in covering sports 
until he was older. And I didn't get my chance until I was about 28. And people like Chris uh, kept me motivated and hopeful that, you know, it, it could happen if you keep working hard. Um, so before I get too emotional here, uh, people like that just had such an inspirational effect on me. People who weren't um, right out of college getting their chance right into their dream job. People kind of had to wait. Late bloomers, if you would call it. So uh, um, I know that Chris uh, is enjoying um, some live music, probably some football games, uh, wherever wherever he is. But I just wanted to, to mention the impact that Chris Wessling had on me. Um, and had on my career here and, and my start. So thank you, Chris. Um, rest in power, man. Rest in power. But um, that's going to do it for the opening segment of today's show. We are going to dive into the beginnings of my free agency preview next. Going to start with the quarterback position and should be no shock to anyone, but I'm ready to replace Logan Woodside, guys. I still don't believe in Logan Woodside. So we are going to dive into some options that the Titans could have to do that next. Before we do, though, want to tell you about our friends over at rockauto.com, who are actually the title sponsor for today's show. Rockauto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Make sure you go to rockauto.com right now. You can shop for auto and body parts for your vehicle from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you could ever want for your car, whether it's your daily driver or your classic, and you can get it all in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Their catalog's really easy to navigate. It's incredibly unique from other catalogs that you may have been looking through for auto parts. So you can choose all the different brands, specifications, prices that you prefer. Best of all, those prices are always the same on rockauto.com. Something that I didn't know about is that there are different price tiers at chain stores based on whether you're a professional mechanic or if you're a do-it-yourselfer. You're never going to have that at rockauto.com. The prices are the same for everyone. So go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and make sure that you write locked on in the how did you hear about us box right underneath your shipping information. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. It has begun. It is time for us to begin the 2021 Locked on Titans free agency preview. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, going to knock out quarterback and running back today. And the reason I picked those two positions, let's be honest. I don't expect to see a lot of big moves from the Titans at either of these positions. I don't expect to see uh, any more money allocated to these two positions, but there are some moves on the on the periphery that could happen for the Titans, specifically at the quarterback position, that I think would still be a fantastic move and strengthen the roster going forward. So I railed again, well, railed against is a little harsh, but let's just call it what it is. I do not believe in Logan Woodside. I think that if Logan Woodside had to go into an NFL game, it would be apparent immediately that he is not meant to be on that field. Logan Woodside can't get a compliment from the coaches about his physical skill, only about his mental skills, and that's great, but I would rather have an incredibly physically gifted backup quarterback who isn't all there mentally than the other way around that you can work on developing. We got to see Logan Woodside play in the AAF, and I'm sorry, folks, 
but the guy is not an NFL quarterback. So the fact that the Titans don't want to spend a bunch of money at quarterback and the fact that the Titans want to give Logan Woodside a shot to be the guy still, okay, that's all great. Butterflies, woo, that's a nice story. But if Logan Woodside has to go out there and play in an NFL game, the Titans are doomed. And what the Titans need is the Titans need a backup quarterback who, if Tannehill were to get hurt mid-game, if Tannehill were to be out two to three weeks, look, guys, if Tannehill is out for the whole season or out for eight games, nine games, well, then the Titans are screwed, okay? That's just the reality of the matter. What the Titans need is if Ryan Tannehill were to miss two weeks, if Ryan Tannehill got knocked out in the middle of the second quarter, do they have someone on the roster that could pilot them to respectability? Could the backup bring home the victory? Could uh, the backup maybe even go one and one, one and two? in those games where Ryan Tannehill was out for a few weeks. Well, in my opinion, with Logan Woodside and then Deshaun Kaiser signed to a futures contract, basically a training camp invite, the answer to that question is no. No, the Titans don't have anybody that they can rely on to do that. Now, hear me out. As I said, a big thing here is the Titans don't want to spend a lot of money on backup quarterback. It's not a place on their roster where they can afford to allocate a ton of money like a guy like, let's say, um, Case Keenum for the Browns. $6 million. Andy Dalton last year. Or Andy Dalton coming up this year. He's a name that I'm going to mention here just as a reference tool, but Andy Dalton's probably going to get about $6.5 million. Titans can't pay that. I mean, that's, you know, A.J. McCarron even got $4 million last year. The Titans can't pay that. They got to be under the $3 million mark, probably $2.5 million mark. So they were trying to cut corners and cut costs with Logan Woodside, and that's great. But in my opinion, 2021 is the last year of the Titans Super Bowl window with this group, and they cannot afford to lose the season because Ryan Tannehill is out for a couple weeks and Logan Woodside has to play. They have to have someone who can weather that storm. So let's talk about the options on the open market. Guys who the Titans will not have a chance at. Dak Prescott, Mitch Trubisky, Andy Dalton, Cam Newton, Jameis Winston, Jacoby Brissett, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Tyrod Taylor. All of those guys are going to be way too expensive and don't really make sense for the Titans either. Those are high-level backups or low-level starters with the exception of Dak Prescott, who in my opinion is a high-level starter. He's in the top third of the NFL in starting quarterbacks. But all the rest of these guys, Trubisky, Dalton, Newton, Winston, Brissett, Fitz, Tyrod, they're basically high-level backups. So I don't think that the Titans can afford that. They're going to be going in the mid-level range. So let's talk about some of the mid-level range options for the Titans. Number one, a name I just mentioned, A.J. McCarron. Played for the Buffalo Bills last year, 17 games in his career, 1,173 passing yards, six touchdowns, three interceptions. He's 2-2 two and two win-loss record for his career. He made $4 million last season. In my opinion, that rate will go down. Will it go down a million and a half dollars to get the Titans to the two and a half million dollar range. I'm not 100% positive that that happens, but if it does, that would be something to consider for the Titans next. Colt McCoy, 44 games in his career, 30 starts, 6,455 yards, 30 touchdowns, 28 interceptions, 8-22 win-loss record in his career, $2.5 million last season as the backup in New York. Got some starts as well. Here's my thing. Colt McCoy isn't a great starter, but he would be an excellent backup and somebody that I would trust. And he's his rate will probably go down from $2.5 million. So if it's under $2 million, the Titans have to consider that. Another guy like that, Robert Griffin III. 56 games in his career, 42 starts, 
9,271 yards, 43 touchdowns, 30 interceptions, 16 and 26 win loss record, only made $2 million in 2020, and he has the mobility and the experience to execute the Titans scheme. Next, Nate Sudfeld. Now, Sudfeld is six foot six. He's been with the Eagles since 2017. He's got a lot of physical talent that I think the Titans could kind of mold, but he has enough experience and, and the the Eagles liked him enough to keep him around for so long. I'd like for the tires to maybe kick the tires on him more developmental than the other three guys that I just mentioned, but a possibility for the Titans to have their cake and eat it too with a guy that they can develop and a guy who they could trust more than Logan Woodside. He's only played in four games though, 188 passing yards, one touchdown, one interception, made 2 million last year. Uh, Again, a guy who the Titans could could have their cake and eat it too. Best of both worlds option. C.J. Beathard and Nick Mullins, both previous quarterbacks for the 49ers. Obviously, there's a scheme fit there. They know the system the Titans run. They, they understand the philosophy. And look at the numbers here. For Beathard, 19 games, 12 starts, 3,400 yards, 18 for 13 touchdown to interception ratio, 2-10 and 10 in his career, but obviously these are backups. Only made $800,000 last year. Nick Mullins, 19 games, 16 starts, 4,700 yards, 25 touchdowns, 22 interceptions, 5-11 and 11 as a starter in his record in his career, only made $7,500 or $750,000 last year. So either of those names make sense schematically and make sense money-wise and God, they're so much better than Logan Woodside. This whole thing, I just want you to know, my whole thought process on the quarterback position here, the backup quarterback position is, I'm scared, guys. I'm scared that Ryan Tannehill is going to go down for a couple quarters or go down for a couple weeks, and it's just going to tank the Titans' entire season. I just don't want that to be the case. So that's why I'm uh, so hard on for a backup quarterback. But that's going to do it for the quarterback position. We are going to move into the running back position. Before we do that, a couple things I want to remind you guys. Locked On Today is a new podcast from the Locked On Podcast Network. It's basically all the biggest sports stories in America in under 20 minutes to start your day. It's It's like reading the sports section every morning, but having it read to you by Peter Bukowski from the Locked On Packers podcast. So make sure that you guys check out Locked On today on whatever platform you do stream and make sure that you check out betonline.ag. I know that football is over, but the NBA season's still going. MLB's still going. March Madness could be right around the corner. You got some majors in golf as well. Make sure that you go to betonline.ag and sign up for a free account using promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your deposit. Don't sit on the sideline anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget, use that promo code locked on and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Let's cap off day one of the Locked on Titans free agency preview by taking a look at the position that the Titans need to worry about the most. Wait, what? What is that? Hold on. Is the the Titans have... Okay, never mind. Let's talk about the position that the Titans need the least in free agency. Of course, the Titans have 
Derrick Henry, the king, the 2K king in the backfield. So obviously not really much to explore in the free agent market. And outside of that, the Titans have Darrington Evans going into his second season. And although he dealt with a lot of injuries in that first year and wasn't really able to get out on the field a lot, when he did, you could see the potential that he had to impact the game, not only out of the backfield on offense, but also in the return game, returning kickoffs, a place the Titans desperately need some extra explosiveness. So with those two guys, Derrick Henry and then Darrington Evans, in year two, that covers it. I mean, the Titans really don't need anybody else at running back for offensive and and return purposes. Going forward, the Titans had a lot of running backs on the roster last year, but the reality is is that most of them were just for special teams. You think about a a centerized Perry, and I know Jeremy McNichols got some work as a pass protector, but the Titans have to find a way to make Jeremy McNichols into Darrington Evans. The Titans can't have a bunch of snaps for Jeremy McNichols again. He's just not the kind of guy you want out there. He's not going to threaten defenses. He doesn't have the explosiveness. He doesn't have the wiggle. He doesn't have the power. He's just an end-of-the-roster guy. And quite frankly, in my opinion, Jeremy McNichols is a practice squad guy at best. So the fact that the Titans had to rely on him so heavily for pass protection is not a great sign. And it's an instant tip to the other defense, to the other team, that the Titans have to pass the ball. Because you're not going to run the ball to Jeremy McNichols for the reasons that I went into earlier explaining why he's a practice squad guy. So you need somebody who, even if it's not Derrick Henry, they're explosive enough out of the backfield as a receiver or as a runner in shotgun that it still makes the defense worry about the threat of the run or the short pass. And McNichols doesn't give you that. Darrington Evans could give you that. So with Derrick Henry and Darrington Evans, now Jeremy McNichols is still on the roster. So that may limit what the Titans do, but it's a non-guaranteed deal. The Titans can cut bait with Jeremy McNichols and move on. And if they're going to do that, what are the options that they would have to do so. Well, let's talk about the names that don't really make sense for the Tennessee Titans. Some of the top names. You'll see a Kenyon Drake, Todd Gurley, James White, Leonard Fournette, playoff Lenny, baby. A big career resurgence there. James Conner, Aaron Jones. That's a big name that that I think is going to get the most money on the market. Chris Carson, who's underrated in my opinion. Mark Ingram, Tevin Coleman, Matt Breida, Mike Davis, and then Marlon Mack. Remember, Marlon Mack is a very solid player, but coming off that Achilles tear that he suffered last year. So those are the names that will be the biggest names on the market, but that I don't really think are uh, logical options for the Titans just considering the money that they would cost. And then Derrick Henry. I would love to have a Kenyon Drake or James White or an Aaron Jones even. That's a little uh, overzealous. But have somebody like that to pair with Derrick Henry. But the reality is when you're paying Derrick Henry $11 million, $12 million a year, you cannot afford to have another running back who makes that kind of money. That's why Deion Lewis was cut last offseason because you can't pay a guy $5 million while you're, par- while you're paying Derrick Henry $12 million. You can't allocate $7 million, $17 million to your running back position. It's just asinine to do that. So, what are some options who maybe do make sense for the Tennessee Titans that could maybe take that Jeremy McNichols spot and be a third running back who could add some value for the Titans? Well, number one for me, 
Deontay Foreman, he's a restricted free agent right now. I want to see Deontay Foreman back. Although he doesn't really add a lot in the passing game, he doesn't really add a lot on special teams. I think he was the only running back that I've seen in quite some time who gives the Titans a similar look to Derrick Henry because of his size and speed combination. So I really do want Deontay Foreman back despite the fact that, like I said, he doesn't help on special teams. He's not going to give you a lot out of the backfield as a receiver, but just having somebody who can kind of mimic what Derrick Henry does, even if on a lower level, I think is very, very important. But looking at some other guys, and what I want is somebody who can help out of the backfield as a pass catcher in the event that Darrington Evans gets hurt again, and someone with more talent than Jeremy McNichols. So from there, you're looking at guys like, hey, a Rex Burkhead. You're looking at somebody like a Taiwan Jones. You're looking at a TJ Yeldon. Yeldon is a name that that I really like. Chris Thompson dealt with injuries, but I think he's a guy who fills that role. Jarek McKinnon, another guy who's dealt with a lot of injuries, but could fill that need for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Ty Montgomery. Ty Montgomery will be cheap. He's a great third running back to have on your roster. Theo Riddick is another guy who could fill that role as well. So, so guys like that in that mold. Uh, a guy who's probably going to get more money than the Titans are willing to pay, but I would have my eye on Wayne Goleman. Wayne Goleman played fantastic, I guess, considering the giant situation once Saquon Barkley got hurt. So to me, those are some names who could come in. They could challenge Darrington Evans if he were to get hurt or just if he's not playing up to snuff. And it would take the Titans out of, out of a position to have to put Jeremy McNichols on the field for a numerous snaps. So not a lot to talk about with the running back position for obvious reasons. Everything I explained up front, the Titans have the running back position basically figured out at this moment in time, but there are still a few options who I'm interested in, and I think the Titans could drastically upgrade from having Jeremy McNichols in with the amount of snaps that he played. So that's going to do it for the beginning of our free agency preview. couple things before we head out for the day into our Wednesday. When you're done listening to Locked On Titans podcast, make sure you check out Wednesday's edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. You got your Titans news, so now check out all of your national NFL news that you need to start your day. And then finally, do want to remind you that today's episode was presented by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a set of 10 uniquely beautiful diamond rings, and they're available now exclusively at BlueNile.com. This exciting collection of truly unique limited edition diamond rings is only available at BlueNile.com. That's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.